This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues, or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today I want to talk about cultivating sexual self-awareness. Now that could be said cultivating sexual self-awareness or cultivating sexual self-awareness. And I mean it both ways. Let's get into it. So I talk a lot, a lot, a lot about self-awareness being one of the fundamental keys for deeper intimacy, greater pleasure, mind-blowing erotic experiences. And why? Why do I talk about self-awareness? Well, first of all, let me tell you what self-awareness is or how I define it or what I think of it as, and then we'll talk about why it's so important. And then we'll expand that to sexual self-awareness. And then actually, I have a whole bunch of questions for you that you might want to write down or I'll try to remember to include in the show notes. So it's a little mini workshop coming up at the end. So what is self-awareness? Well, self-awareness is when you know yourself deeply. It's when you know what brings you joy and laughter and fun and what triggers you and upsets you and makes you cry, makes you angry, pushes you over the edge. It's when you know the things that delight you and the things that scare you. It's when you have some emotional intelligence about yourself. It's when you know that you've been working on yourself and you know what's still to do, what's coming up, what haven't you addressed, you know, what's lurking in your psyche that is affecting your your life and your sex life. Self-awareness is being aware of yourself, loving yourself, owning all the parts, <laughs> making peace with them, and you know, continuing to evolve. It's not about being better than you are right now. You're perfect as you are. And part of being human, and I think anyway, is that we grow and evolve, that we examine ourselves, that we get to the root of anything that holds us back from living an ecstatic life. So even being aware that you have stuff to work on is self-awareness. It's not that you ever get to the end of the line either. It's not like, I mean, some people end up enlightened, but that's not even the goal. The goal is just to continue to know yourself on deeper and more deeper and deeper levels yet. That's self-awareness, knowing what works for you, what doesn't, knowing what triggers you, what brings you joy, you know, what are your obstacles, what's stopping you from living the life that you want, having the relationships you want, and moving through all of that. And so it's like if you come into an erotic situation, a sexual situation, and you don't know yourself very well, and you haven't addressed any of the issues that we all have, because we all have stuff, then you're only able to bring a small percentage of who you really are to that encounter, to that sexual experience. And that doesn't 
allow for a deep experience. You know, one of the things that makes sex super hot is being fully present with as much of yourself as you have access to in that moment. And if you haven't done any self-examination at all, then you're likely to hide parts of yourself from that intimate encounter. You're not going to like being vulnerable. It's going to feel too scary and too dangerous. And so you'll only bring a small percentage of yourself to that sexual situation, and you're going to have a very surface experience. Whereas the more comfortable you feel bringing as much of yourself as possible, warts and all, the dark, the light, the shadow, everything, then the much deeper and more intimate your erotic situations are going to be. It makes me excited just to think about it. So then what is sexual self-awareness or sexual self-awareness? Well, it's all of that that I just said, but about who you are as a sexual being. So that might include knowing what you need to stay safe during sex and sexual encounters. It might be knowing that you're kinky and how to express that and how to get your needs met, kinky or not. It might, what definitely means knowing what are your boundaries. You're hard, I'm never going to go past these boundaries, and you're softer, these boundaries depend on context boundaries. It means being able to have open, honest, clear communication with your partner or partners about everything to do with sexuality and sexual expression and how you're going to be with each other and what you do and don't like and, you know, what you need to make it really super hot. It means knowing somewhat of what you like. We might not ever know everything we like unless we try it, but knowing some things that you like and some things that you don't and even being able to say, hey, could you do that a little softer or could we do it this way? You know, all of the things that are going to make you have an amazing sex life require you to know your sexual self and really sexual selves, because I fully believe that we all have multiple sexual personas within us. You know, we have the parts, well, not everyone, but some of us have parts that, for example, like to make love quietly and softly and really beautifully and gently. And other other times we like it to be rough and ready and loud and dangerous. And sometimes we like straight up vanilla missionary position and that's the hottest thing that could happen. And sometimes we like it kinky and spanking and being tied up and rubber or whatever it is. And some of us aren't into that at all. And, you know, it just depends on moods. And I've told you, I think, multiple times, probably in this podcast, about an exercise that I used to run in workshops that was the costume shop where we would try on the, air quotes, costume or persona of different sexual selves. Like there might be the inner dominatrix or the inner down and dirty part of us and the inner innocent us and the inner playful us and the inner childlike part and the inner, you know, all these, the inner prince, you know, all these different parts of us. And the more you know yourself and the more you know these parts, the more you can have a true, genuine, authentic, deep, magical, delicious sexual experience. So I want to offer you a long list of questions that will help you start to explore your sexual self, that will help you expand your sexual self-awareness. Um, and I I felt inspired to create this 
podcast. And as I did, I sat down and started writing down a few questions that I wanted to give you. And then they just came pouring out. That's why there's so many of them. I do have some resources that will help with this as well. And I'll try to remember to mention those at the end. So you might want to go grab pen and paper or your laptop or wherever it is that you write down notes. And I'm going to give you these questions for you to ponder another time. So I'm just going to go through them kind of quickly. But I would recommend picking one of them, either reading through and seeing which one jumps out at you, or you know, you can go through them from start to finish, although I didn't write them in any particular order. And having a question a day or a question a week to reflect on, let it sink into you, see what comes up, take some notes, feel into it, move your body into it, let the question resonate through your whole body and energy system, and then see what arises, see what emerges, reflect on it, and see what information it gives you about yourself as a sexual being and how it helps you expand your sexual self-awareness. So the first question is, who are you as a sexual being? Now, you could expand on that and say, who are you as a sexual being? What sexual personas are inside of you? What sexual selves are inside of you? What different things does each persona like? You could ask, what do you like to give, receive, experience, or express? That could be your full self. That could be each persona. What do you like to give, receive, experience, or express. And you could also apply that question to your sexuality, intimate, erotic life, and generally, because how we live our life informs our sex life. As I always say, your sex life doesn't sit in a vacuum, it sits in the context of your life. Next, what triggers you? What triggers you generally in your life, and what triggers you in the sexual erotic realms? Next question, what makes you feel good? What makes you feel good erotically, sensually, sexually? And what makes you feel good generally in your life? What makes you feel not good? What makes you feel not good in the bedroom? What makes you feel not good in your life generally? What makes you feel fucking awesome? What makes you just go, fuck, yes, that was fucking awesome. It could be, you know, Things that you like to receive, different kinds of touch or erotic things that you like to do. It could be someone buying you flowers, someone surprising you. You know, what, what, in any realm, what makes you feel fucking awesome? Some other questions. What are your boundaries? What are your boundaries in the bedroom? And what are your boundaries in the bedroom in different contexts? So, for example, with someone you know well with someone you're in a relationship, with someone new? What are your boundaries? What are your hard boundaries that are always a no? And what are your boundaries that depend on the context? So flexible boundaries, solid boundaries. New question. Who do you fancy? And why do you fancy them? Do you fancy people generally? Or do you fancy people with, you know, vulvas? Do you fancy... Who? What What sort of personality types? What sort of genders? What sort of person? Like, does that person, for me, a person needs to have some spiritual something about them. They need to be open. They need to be willing to communicate with me. They need to have 
you know, be willing to show up very vulnerably, those sorts of things. For me, it's rarely about looks. I mean, I might see someone and find them attractive, but that doesn't mean that I would want to be sexual with them. For me, they're going to have to bring a lot more of themselves than just the looks they were born with to to trigger arousal in me. So who do you fancy and why do you fancy them? You know, yeah, I think I've said enough about that. So the next set of questions, what do you need to feel safe in an erotic encounter? What do you need to feel safe in an erotic encounter? So is the place that you're in, the environment that you're in really important to you? Do you need like a lot of privacy? Do you need to know the person that you're with very well? You know, what basically what do you need to feel safe in an erotic encounter? And related to that, how are you a safe person to be with erotically? How will your partners know that you are safe to be with erotically? Another question, what stops you from being present? Now that can be in your life and that can be in your sex life. Is there certain things that distract you, that trigger you, that turn you off, that shut you down? What stops you from being present? And it might be something that triggers you. What stops you from being present? Uh, Another question. How aware are you of your body and its sensations and what it's telling you in any given moment? And do you listen to it? So are you aware of when you're cold or when you're hot or when you're hungry or when your back is uncomfortable or when you need to go to the loo? I know these seem like really basic things, but I meet people all the time that tell me they don't listen to their body or they don't hear their body. And really, if you want to improve your sex life, you need to listen to your body. You need to be able to hear it. You need to hear it some of the obvious things and some of the deeper things that take more deeper listening to hear. And you need to know this for yourself to keep yourself safe and to be able to bring as much of yourself as possible to your erotic situations. But also the more you can hear and listen to and respect and honor your own body, the more you're going to be able to do that with someone else's, which is going to make a harder situation because you can hear each other's bodies and desires and needs and follow the flow of that energy more intuitively, more deeply, but it also creates a safer space. So let me go back to the original question. How aware are you of your body and its sensations and what it's telling you in any given moment? The next one I would say is how aware are you of your emotions? Do you allow yourself to feel And do you allow yourself to feel emotions as they come up? Do you bottle them up and let them out later? Do you have a way to feel and express your emotions as they arise? Another question. How do you receive feedback? And how do you give feedback? This is really important in life and in erotic situations. If your partner says to you, hey, could you do it a little more to the left? Or that was really good, but could you go a bit harder? And you feel anything other than gratitude, then that's probably blocking some pleasure. I know somebody who told me recently that her ex-husband didn't like her to say anything, that he felt emasculated. And she said, look, we're on the same team. We're trying to create pleasure for both of us, but he just wasn't having it. And obviously that relationship did not work out because he was not willing, well, it wasn't just this reason, but one of the issues was he was not willing to receive feedback. And, um, you know, that just stifles communication, that stifles being able to say what you like 
that's not helpful at all. So how do you receive feedback and how do you give feedback? Uh, Another question, how are you at asking for what you want or receiving that same request? So hearing that from someone else, how are you at asking for what you want in life in general or in the bedroom? Really, you practice one outside of the bedroom, you get better at it in the bedroom. And how are you at receiving a request from someone? Another question, what are your fantasies? The ones that you would love to explore in real life and the ones that you just like to keep in your head. Fantasies are perfectly normal to have. Not everyone has them, but they're perfectly normal to have. And they can be anything from a fantasy of making love on a beach to being tied up and spanked to anything, anything at all. And there's fantasies that we really want to try. And there's fantasies that we don't actually want to do, but that turn us the fuck on if we think about it in our mind or if we share it with our partner, maybe we play it out in a safe way, but not actually, actually doing the thing. So kind of extreme example of that is consensual non-consent. So you might want to explore your partner ravishing you without asking for consent, but you wouldn't want to experience that for real, for real out in the world, that kind of thing. Or maybe you don't want to experience that at all, but it turns you on to think about it. So what are your fantasies? Which are the ones that you actually want to try and which are the ones that are better left in your mind, but you could share with a partner perhaps? Uh, Another question for you. How open are you to trying something new? Again, generally in life and also in the bedroom. And how comfortable are you bringing that new thing and sharing it with your partner and telling them you want to try it? And how are you when they bring you something new? I hear all the time from men that tell me they daren't tell their partner this thing they want to try because they would get a no, but they've never really asked. And so often when they do find their way, the way to ask it at the right time, they get a yes or they get a, I'm not sure about that, but what if we did it like this? You just don't know if you don't ask. Um, but there's ways, of, of course, to do that. So how open are you to trying something new? And, you know, these are just the questions that I jotted down very quickly that all came floating out of me. There are loads more questions you could ask yourself to examine yourself and your your awareness about who you are as a sexual being, what you like and don't like, what you like to give and receive, what works for you and what doesn't, what are you willing to try, what's on your edge, you know, what seems really edgy to you that but you'd like to try. What do you know you need to heal or resolve or transform within you to help you uh, deepen intimacy and pleasure? What needs healing? What needs addressing? What needs some love and attention? How comfortable are you in your body and with your body? Are you able to be with someone else's body just as it is? There's so many questions. So if you wanted some resources on this, I mean, obviously this podcast is a great resource because I've just asked you a bunch of questions. I would say that the Sexual Alchemy Journal for Men that you can get either on Amazon if you want it immediately, or you can order it from me. It'll take me a couple of days to get it out to you. The Sexual Alchemy Journal for Men is a kind of workbook of questions to increase your sexual self-awareness. It's exactly what it is. And Yeah, it's a whole process. 
it's kind of like doing a sexual alchemy program with me, uh, but you can work through it at your own pace. It's recommended to do one section a week over five weeks, but you can do them at your own pace. It's not a problem at all. So you can order that on my website. You can order that from Amazon. You can reach out to me uh, on social media or email me and I can get you a copy. Really highly recommend it because it will help you examine your sexual self. And the more you know your sexual self and embrace your sexual self and love your sexual self, the more of that part of you you have to bring to your erotic encounters, which is going to make them super sizzling hot. It's making my mouth water just to think about it. So reach out if you have any questions. And I wish you luck exploring your sexual self-awareness. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below, wherever you are listening.